Unpacking Brisbane is brought to you again by Manscaped. Uh, listen, guys, they're the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. They don't mess around, even when you've messed around for years. Not trimming that quarantine bush of yours, but now... Manscaped offer precision-engineered tools for all your family jewels. See, they can rhyme, they can shave your balls. I don't know if there's anything they can't do. If Manscaped came out with a vaccine tomorrow, I'd buy it. I'd inject it. No autism. So give it up for Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com, use the code word Brisbane for 20% off and free shipping. That's manscaped.com. Now, enjoy the show. Hey, listen, how good is it to have the boys back on the box? Hello, Brisbane. Uh. The Minister for Sports says Brisbane crowds are consistently the league's biggest. North Korea launching an intermediate-range missile over Brisbane's new bike-hire scheme. What am I going to see in Paris that I can't see in Nashville? Like, at what point is a Highgate Hill? At what point is it South Brisbane or South Bank? You will find the location of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When I arrived, they advised I needed some 4X. Hello, and welcome to Unpacking Brisbane. And today, Henry, we are journeying back to the north side. It's been too long. It's been far too long. We've been, you know, we've been having specials. We've been talking burgers and Houndsmith wolves and churches in Kemmore. But it's time to go back to, to to my roots in some respect, at least, and yours too. This is very much not not mine at all. <laughs> I haven't spent much time at Stafford, no, but you could you could put some roots down there, raise a family, raise a kid. I, I couple could, of, couple of Labradors. I might root there. We don't know. Me and Joe Root hung out there. <laughs> he called me and said, oh, Brettsy, yeah. I need some help with my batting. I said, you're going to have to meet me at Faster Faster. <laughs> and what's funny is you actually took a really interesting route to get there. Yeah, you know, exactly. It's a synonym. Yeah. Listen to some, so listen to that show Roots. Watch that show Roots, which I think oh, is yeah, what with King uh, Kunta is Kunta, based on. Kunta, Kunta Kinte. Kunta, yeah. Which sounds so much like you're saying something else. Two different... Swear words. Bitch, where was you when I was walking Can... all the way down to Bunnings to oh, get myself some a snack? Plans. We're in Stafford. Uh, but what are we talking about? Oh, yeah, Stafford. Oh, yeah, Stafford. Very exciting. Stafford, big reveal. Uh, very exciting episode ahead of us, Henry. A lot more engagement than I thought there would be. Yeah, people I care. think people have great childhood memories of Stafford because it's a lot of stuff there that's good for, like, an 11-year-old. Not to get ahead of ourselves, but I feel like more so than any other suburb we've done recently, the feedback we've got has been lurking as... Back into the past. Yeah, this is a past episode. This is this when is yeah. the, reading these messages. I was like, oh, I don't man, have a, This is two thousand and eight. I don't have a Stafford anecdote beyond twenty thirteen. Yeah, this is this all. is, and I was in year nine then. Like, this is the naughtiest of Brisbane suburbs, and I don't mean naughty, misbehaved. I mean zero zero, baby. I mean two thousand to two thousand and ten. Oh yes, yes this yes. has the naughtiest vibe for you, for me, for you, not for me. No, because I'm young, like last year for you. Um, I remember when I was at the skate rink, uh, oh, what was it, a few hours ago. Yeah. and uh, got shut down for a bowler. <laughs> nah. Too true. Very fun. Um, um, but we got some housekeeping first, Henry. Well. There's been some super exciting news. We've been. I mean, last week we revealed that we have, in fact, uh, finished the album. The yep. album that uh, started on this podcast. I don't know how many bands can make that claim. The album no. started on the podcast. I would, I would hand on heart make the claim that we're the first ever Brisbane-based uh, about Brisbane podcast-inspired rock band. I would, I, I would, would challenge another band to that throne. Because I think Powderfinger had the idea off mic on their podcast. That yeah, was, yeah, that was yeah. the best thing because they had, they used to have. Um, Oh, fingering the powder. They used to have fingering um, the powder. That was my. Yeah. It was a. It was a skiing. It was a cocaine. It was a cocaine. It was a podcast. Where Bernard Fanning would go. You know, my happiness is. My happiness is really when I'm snorting cocaine on the slopes. And they were like, "Say that again." Say that. <laughs> and then the Panadol ad played in the background. That. Da, 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 da. Did anyone else ever think that? I always thought. No, actually, there was an old Panadol ad, and I reckon the melody of the jingle they used had very my happiness vibes. <laughs> it was for a long time. Why it wasn't my favourite Powderfinger song? Because I was like, it reminds me of a headache. <laughs> yeah. Whereas these days, it just reminds you of you know the mm. chalky tablets you take when you got worms. Yeah, that's <laughs> there's a throwback. These worms, the- well, they're slipping <laughs> right my pants. <laughs> yeah, Mangrove's um, album is recorded, and we have the masters back. Yeah, the album's pretty much ready to go. So now we can proudly reveal. Not only the release date, but the name of the album. So, Henry, would you tell our dear listeners the name of the album that we uh, and Hamish and Nelson have recorded? Mm. Yeah, well, any un-Pakistanis following us on, on social media would have seen that early this week. But for all of you, for all of our listeners, it's What's Better Than Brisbane. Yep. Title track, 
First track on the album and a real mission statement. What's better than Brisbane by the Mangroves will be on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Tidal. It'll be on Jay-Z's streaming service. So we are going Tidal. I've called Yee Jizzle. What's his nickname? Uh, I think it's Jizz Man. I think it's called Jizz Monkey. And uh, he we, promised me to be on title. We called Jizz Stein <laughs> and his wife um, and his wife BB Gun. But 11th of December, it'll be out on the morning of Friday, 11th of December, mm. and hopefully he, there'll be a unpacking Brisbane episode to go with it. Yeah, we're hoping next week we'll, we might just be self-indulgent and cross-promote the shit out of our products. Yeah. Uh, but by doing a whole episode talking about every track on the album. And got, and when we say album, we don't mean you know it's like oh my friend's album and it's an EP. This is not an EP. No, no ep. This is a movie. This is how many songs? Four, 10? 11. 11. 11 tracks. 11 December. All about Brisbane. Yeah, it's incredible. So 11th of December, 11 tracks. And it's a very mm. special treat for our dedicated listeners, not just the millions of fans we're going to pick up through Spotify. Uh, we're going to be playing a track in full at the end of the episode. So if you stick around at the end of the episode, you'll be hearing uh, track four on the album. Yeah. So yeah. We'll, we'll, very we exciting. will tell you the title of that at the end. So keep listening. Mm. Um, we have an update in my long-running war against Tim Minchin. Henry, I've been reading, you know, I have a book about Winston Churchill, a book about Hitler, so I'm just trying to wrap my head yeah. around how to wage a total war um, against an intellectual, maybe an intellectual light, but mm. on that spirit, a uh, close friend of the show, Fran. Fran messaged him. Uh, sent us an incredible story that really confirms everything you've sort of always suspected about Tim Minchin. Because he's been teetering on the edge of cancellation for a little yeah. while. Sure, and you unheard of a while ago when he was the one cancelling. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he cancelled Cardinal Pell, but definitely yeah. in the um, in the mind of the common It's sort of like observer, the chaser where, like, him. you know, the new radical, calling it like it is, mm. comedy person just immediately becomes the establishment 10 years later. Good mm. thing that we are the establishment now. Yeah. We're not rocking the boat and we don't ever intend to. No. We don't, we're not going to Icarus. Boat. We're not no, Icarusing. No. We're just going to stay on ground. <laughs> We're Icarus if we made ourselves like Birkenstocks out of wax. <laughs> yeah. Oh, why don't you try wings? Nah, nah, nah. And even, even if our Birkenstocks melted, oh, oh, those are melting, Henry. Oh, I'll take them off. Yeah, yeah. I'll That's just, fine. I'll, we can keep walking. I've got socks. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it actually came from another, another. Oh, I won't share the name of the person who posted it in the um in a group for a different podcast, but um. Oh, yeah, I will, actually. It, it's Cameron James, actually. Yeah, who's posted um, publicly. Posted publicly in his total reboot. Um, but he also has a po- very popular podcast. I think it's number four on the national charts for... Um, it's called Finding Desperado uh, with ABC. It's very, very bloody good. He also has a podcast with Becky Lucas, doesn't he? I think he's got, I think he's got a few Very podcasts. funny, man. I would anyway. never start another podcast, but... Because um, <laughs> I'm loyal to you, How mate. dare he? Me and Becky will not do that. But basically, no, what no, happened no. was he... Me and Tim Minchin, on the other hand, for... There's this long story that Fran sent us. It's very long. Basically, they did this big show at Comedy Theatre for Bushfire Relief. So this huge fundraiser for Bushfire really Relief. dates it. How important. Yeah, remember that one? That was the big disaster. Um, but Tim Minchin got invited to play and said no. Anyway, they do the Bushfire fundraiser gig. Tim Minchin shows up to watch. Now, immediately off-putting in that he had the time to be there. Yeah. He clearly just didn't want to play to raise money for Bushfires. And, and maybe you'd reasonably think like, oh, look, maybe his voice is a bit off. Maybe he wants to have a night off for music or performing. Mm. No. Yeah. So he declined headlining but then showed up. So he's drinking at the bar, just standing in the back. And then at the end, he asked a bartender if he could play some of the piano. So he gets up on stage, starts tinkering around on the grand piano, not really playing any hits or anything. This has been asked a headline, then just gets up and starts tinkering around. After everyone else is done. Nauseating, according to Cameron. Um, And then basically they go to an after party. Now, this wasn't like an after party after party. Apparently it was just like a pretty chill kick onto the department. Tim Minchin shows up. Not only shows up, he's then just wandering around for a bit, trying to talk to people. Clearly invites... Oh, no, there's a bit in here he goes... No. A girl asks where he's from. He says, Perth. Yeah. And he said to her, oh, no. No, she said she's from Perth. And he said, you're too pretty to be from Perth. Ew. Then he sort of just disappeared. He's also like 45, 50-ish. Got kids. He's got kids. Right, Matilda. He was married in like 2004. He's not a young man by any stretch. No. Then apparently he just goes into... Tom's bedroom, guys hosting the party, mm. and a few people walk in. He's clearly invited some of his own mates, and he's talking around, just basically sitting there strumming a guitar, talking passionately to these so friends. He's picked up. So mm. he's walked into the host's room, picked up his guitar, lay down on the bed, and just starts fucking spouting off about 
sexuality Pell. is a spectrum and we're all on it, but that he is 100% straight. Crazy. <laughs> then- I love the idea of like someone being like, you know, um, autism is actually a spectrum mm. and I'm completely not autistic, but it is a spectrum. <laughs> Everything's a spectrum. <laughs> Everything's a fucking spectrum. James Bond in Spectrum. My favorite. My comes out as trans. Christoph Waltz was the bad guy in Spectrum. Spectrum. Christoph Waltz was the bad guy as society Waltz. in Spectrum. Christoph Waltz is in many ways society. Basically, the host then starts requesting he sing his Pell song to troll him. He refuses. They keep asking for it. None at this point, they're just being obnoxious, but Good. basically just pointing out his narcissism. Eventually, he decides he's outside his welcome. He and his two friends leave the party, and on the way out, he takes a six-pack and a bottle of wine from the fridge. TL, semicolon, DR, mention sucks. <laughs> now, that is... Here's the thing. We support all podcasts, but I'm loving this project between you and I and the Total Reboot yeah. podcast and Fran, who has her own podcast, Fran, yeah. Unemployed. All three of us coming sort together to share a little bit of... Podcasters in their 20s, just sort of... Just chipping away, away Tim. Just niggling away. So, Tim, you're on notice. You're on notice, you're on notice as you were Tim. last week. You've made fun of Arnie Donner. Oh, yeah. You've now had an attack at Total <laughs> Reboot Podcast. We're coming for you. We're coming for you. Look out. And we've got an album coming out. I know you just pipped up with your <laughs> debut album, but here's one. We haven't been in music for like 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> he released his first CD in 98. It's taken him this long to do an album. Yeah. So just quickly, Henry, do you know what TLDR means? Too long didn't read. Good. You thought you... <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had you. My best mate was going to do that to me on the <laughs> Um I didn't know for fucking ages. Yeah, just your tone of TLDR. I was like, I don't, th- I don't think he knows what this means. No, great, well done. What if I guessed that? Just the- yeah. What if I'd populated into that and just be like, oh. You're like, too long, dad red. No, so close, man. Too long, dad's racist. <laughs> um, only other thing I want to mention before we jump in. Oh, while um, we're on the topic of yeah. Facebook groups for Facebook, podcasts. Um, we want to make one. That's the only thing. Please. I'm going to do it. I'll probably call it Friends of the Show and Keen on Pakistanis if Facebook's algorithm doesn't decide that's racist or something. Um, like probably will. Mates of ours, bosses has. Uh, so True. just please, like, I'll, I'll publicise that on the Instagram. But yeah, it'll just be like a private group. Any on Pakistanis who want to join, I don't imagine there'll be much bonus content, but we can just like chat in there, mm. promote the episodes. There'll be probably little pictures. It'll be a lot more given, informal than our Instagram, which is probably say, a pure marketing Yeah, tool. given Henry and I like live together, I actually reckon you probably can expect just little tidbits of content of like mm. Henry's yeah. you know, shit on the floor. I yeah. don't know. What, I don't know. Do you do that? We'll share some manscaping stuff. Share some stuff. I um, <laughs> As in just photos of our manscaped pubes. Just manscaped of our balls. Yeah, we'll just share some manscaping. We'll do a bit of that. Um, But yeah, I'll make the... I mean, we're recording this not on Friday when this is being released. So by Friday, it'll be released. So go and look up on Facebook. Friends is though, Keenan Pakistani. There might be a couple of little security questions just to make sure real fans are getting in. Uh, so enjoy that. Look out for it. But... Um, what was in my office? <laughs> <laughs> Who was the guest Gr- on the first episode? Bog- Grindelo! <laughs> what did I say? Boggit. What's a boggit? Oh, that's the scare thing. Yeah. It's a Grindelo that was in Lupin's office. I think that's the question you asked, Harry. Do you know what my boggit would turn into? What? Overly long housekeeping segments on podcasts. <laughs> Let's get into Wikipedia we get. Wikipedia Wikipedia. 4,000. <laughs> 4,000's the population. I looked it up. Go, Joseph. Really? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no. Oh, it's not? No, you're, it? you're fucking hot streaks over. No, well, what is it's it? 6,000. Oh, okay. Two, That's not, that is- two out of three ain't bad in division. In, if you broke yeah. six into three, 2,000, I've doubled it. You were out of three. You were you were off by like half. So was Meatloaf's girlfriend because he needed her. I want you. I need you. But there ain't no way I'm ever going to Stafford. So don't be sad. Don't be sad. Because 4,000 out of 6,000 ain't bad. No, well done. All right, let's move on. Gee, not a hell of a lot very short one um what, it says one thing at the s- beginning i was oh, no, just say at the start that i find quite funny is mm. it is it says it's along the banks of kedron brook where if you've never been to stafford or kedron brook you'd think that sounds quite nice yeah and quite flash it's you'd be dead wrong <laughs> <laughs> and then just this gorgeous little place on the, the banks of the kedron brook you literally say that like like dublin or you know along the banks of the the liffey or the thames in london you know on the banks of kedron brook you know where the marshes sweep and sway. <laughs> Where the marshes meet, 16-year-olds fingering while dogs are <laughs> off-leash. 
<laughs> Tell you what, the bloody dogs oh, are off leash, mate. No, oh, no, careful. No, no leashes. Careful. Who let the dogs we'll out? Some bloke in Stafford. My Staffy at Stafford. I'm not putting it on True. a fucking leash. Oh, that's a way to describe something. He had a real dog off the leash energy. That's a yeah. Like, there was this I mean, guy where I used to live who just like had this fucking enormous dog and would walk around with a third off the leash and it would just genuinely knock people over. Oh, really? And he was like, oh, sorry. I like that actually. Yeah, like, oh, mate. Yeah, he was pretty fucked last night. He had a real dog off the yeah, leash a real energy. dog off the leash yeah. energy. That's fine. I think it'd be cliche to be like, like, guy in a relationship whose girlfriend is away for the weekend. I'm thinking more like, mm. it needs to be quite uncharacteristic. Yeah. A real dog off the leash. A real dog off the leash energy last anyway, night. Um, so being an area of that age, I guess it's old or something, many of yeah. Stafford's residents are elderly, but they're a younger family, but the younger families are increasing their... What the fuck? Is that a spell? I think this is just littered with typos. Oh, actually. Stafford? I'm just going to read it. Being an area of that age, many of Stafford residents are elderly, but their younger families are increasing their... Okay. Well, where is this? This this can't be spelt. This is the very beginning. Anyway, basically, the point is a lot of them are old. There's a lot of younger families coming, oh. which surprised me because so many people wrote in with, as we foreshadowed at the top of the episode, a lot of people wrote in with nostalgia of their youth. So I think maybe a lot of these live there. Is, yeah, I think that's uh, the blah, trick. Blah, blah. I think a lot of us have memories of Stafford, but no, it's kind of like like maybe an Albion in a lot of ways, where it's just like not a lot of people live there. Okay, well. um, also, context to that, it had a number of housing commission homes built post-war. Right. So young post-war couples, now people's grandparents or great-grandparents move into Stafford in the 40s and 50s. Hence, a lot of elderly people, not a lot, not a lot of young people. Right. It's the vibe I'm getting. It's post-war. Tell houses. you what, Stafford... Oh, 15 minutes away from the city on a bad day mm. has to be one of the better value suburbs in Brisbane. Oh, yeah. I'm just thinking like what housing prices or even rent would be like in Stafford. Incredible. Well, they're quite big lots. They're big lots. Well, well quarter acre. Oh, nice. the, the Australian dream was iconically quarter acre, backyard and a deck. Hell yeah. If you got that. And a, uh, a hill's hoist. Uh, a veranda out the front. King. An old rocking chair. A plum tree. Yeah. A home among gum, the gum, gum trees. trees. Hate. This is just all Stafford. You know, a something or two and a cockatoo. I can't remember the rest of the song. But uh, uh, I think it one was of those a, old. I think it was an ones. ass or two. I think he wanted some hot ass. A titty or two. A tit and a cockatoo. Two and a kangaroo. <laughs> Isn't it a kangaroo or is it a cockatoo? And a veranda. Maybe it's a kangaroo and a cockatoo. Oh, no, a veranda. On Lots to say mom. about Stafford. Anyway, um, Stafford. This is fun. Was originally named Happy Valley. Fun. Sounds like a big Thai massage place what? now with a big or, red neon light out Or like front. a bush doof where everyone's just clearly on GHB and acid the whole time. Like, yeah, mm. we had a really awakening time at Happy Valley. It was just one big shimmering pool of energy. Or so just like a kind of same-same-esque, like, oh, like happy Asian boy type. Fusion. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking Happy oh, Valley. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my You can see a big pink light being like Happy Valley. And yeah. a lot of people's Instagram You can see a lot of uh, girls' groups at the end of uni going to Happy Valley for some dumplings and maybe a cocktail. Claire got a five. Oh, Claire well done. Claire got a five. Claire in her, got in her a five. advanced research. We're all going to go well to Happy done. Valley. We're going to have a few <laughs> mojitos. And they do something special. At, um, they, do a, they do a cocktail fried rice <laughs> at Happy Valley. They it's, do a really, pe- it's really racially they, sensitive. They do a pina colada prawn. Mm-hmm. Throw it's, away the body. It's it's Head. Chinese foods meets alcohol. So I had a <laughs> Nespresso martini with duck <laughs> in it. I had a Xi Jinping <laughs> from a dealer later. Continued the fusion. <laughs> yeah, I just had a... Uh, oh, well, I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> I have that much I was more. fried. Happy, oh, oh, I was fried. That's good. Oh, I was at Happy, Happy Valley. Happy Valley, though. It is possible... The name originates from the fact that Sir Thomas Brisbane, for whom the city is named after, yep, was an officer in the Staffordshire Regiment. Oh, so this is Stafford now, not Happy Valley. So oh. a Stafford knot is featured in the city's coat of arms. This is a bit of a f- fucking mystery, mate. They reckon in the Brisbane coat of arms that I didn't know existed. No, there's, that's there's, a, there's a Stafford knot, which I assume is just some way of time. Oh, like a, a like, like a Windsor? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to wear a Stafford knot in my tie to work tomorrow. Oh, no, it's fucked. It's so hard. Looks like a pretzel. Oh. 
I went to school for eight years and I had the one Stafford knot in my tie <laughs> and I just loosened it every night and then took it off the top yeah. of my head. And then I got tagged. Oh, I remember oh, getting no. tagged. Mate, getting tagged. Remember when getting tagged was something that happened to your tie kids and not something that happened on Facebook? <laughs> Back in my remember day, the only way to get tagged was a bully ripping your tie in half it was and a then lot, pushing you in a bin. It was a lot fucking worse than social media. <laughs> A bully ruining your property that your parents worked hard to buy for you. God. It sucked. For all the shit we hear about cyberbullying, tell you what's worse, <laughs> real bullying. Yeah. I fucking hate it. <laughs> I've been pushed into lockers pretty hard before. I'll take that over. Hey, poof. <laughs> I've never <laughs> on had a scab on my knee from a meme. <laughs> Here's one for you. Turn your phone off. Yeah, <laughs> turn your phone off. I love that when it was like, cyberbullying's the worst because you can never get away from it. Oh. But you have to get on NSN and never get bullied. I mean, it's the equivalent of walking in front of a fist. <laughs> it's the chance the rapper tweet where he's like, how is cyberbullying even real? Just walk away from the screen. <laughs> you can't get chased by your laptop. <laughs> no, you can, obviously, guys. Not, no, to, no, no, guys no, not, to, not, not to make light of it. And not to make light of all the people that Joe and I bullied online. <laughs> yeah, not to make light of Tim Minchin's fucking weeping over his grand piano right now. <laughs> Tim Minchin's getting so Weeping over his bare feet. <laughs> He's like, I'll have to write a song with heaps of syllables in it about this. <laughs> and maybe I'll say cunt in it once so oh. people still know I'm edgy. Oh, I wear eyeliner. The way that the anti-disestablishmentarianism works in a feminist third wave deconstructed relationship is farts. Every construction <laughs> of a Tim Minchin joke. Anyway, we're back to Tim Minchin. Um, a public move to rename the area after the English county of Staffordshire in 1885 and 1886 led to its current name. So it obviously didn't get up in 85 and they were like, hey guys, it's been a year. What Another. do you reckon? And it worked. <laughs> what do we think? So the I only love other- if more suburbs are named after English counties. Just proof of thing about like an mm. Essex, Sussex. Oh. God, can you imagine if we had a suburb named Kent here? Oh. Everyone would be like, Australians. we're going Australians. to fucking sick Kent. There'd just be like lots of year nine boys being there and then also like Superman fans. Yeah. I'm like, oh, come <laughs> on. Oh, come on. He wears glasses and takes them off. It's a good disguise. He's a journalist. Oh. The they're the real heroes. Now, we spoke... Albion. Yes. We spoke about brothers in Albion. We did. Oh, that was rugby union brothers. Here we're talking about rugby league brothers. The past brothers competes in the Southeast Division junior competitions playing oh, yeah. out of Gibson Park in Stafford. Now, dear friend of the show and un-Pakistani... Uh, Midi man, Sammy Walters, he wrote in and said that um, he used to have a bit to do with the past brothers place when he was playing league. Now a very good union player, but um, he said that before games yeah. at past brothers, parents would have to go down all together and check the field. To be clear, it is just brothers. What? They've, they've called it past I know, brothers. I know. <laughs> Massive energy of guys never heard of sport before going. Now, when I played for past brothers, I... Uh, union... Um, the Christian Brothers Rugby Club last <laughs> weekend, how we speak about. I don't know. But yes, good story said, about Brothers here. Anyway, at Brothers, he said that at past before games... At past Brothers. <laughs> past Brothers. Uh, pass. Pass. Yeah, that's what it meant, because they pass. Uh, before games, parents would check the field for smashed bottles and needles. Mm. So I imagine, I think there was just like a little emu parade of parents mm. before games. They did, that at, they did that at Valleys too. Well, it's how when many... I played my footy. How we, we lost so many kids to heroin addiction, not because they chose to get into it, but because they just played Big tackle. Yeah. They just went through the shoe. Oh, shit, I'm hooked. It was horrible. They were all under the uh, the goalposts. Mm. So the really talented players who yeah. scored the tries, they were likely for addiction. Me, I, I escaped scot free. Yeah, it's amazing. Just take some hit ups in the backfield. That's fine. Oh, when, you're never, when you're never diving on the grass, when you're just standing on the wing, not getting tackled. Yeah, yeah it's absolutely. Sunk. Yeah. Also, like, pretty. Imagine if a syringe got through the studded boot that you're usually playing right now. Pretty fucking in. strong syringe. Well, they are, mate. Yeah. They're going to be strong to ruin a life. Uh, one interesting thing about Brothers, Henry, mm. is uh, for one season, as in Brothers Rugby League, their home ground was Lang Park. Cool. So they've played at Stafford and Lang Park and they've settled on Stafford. I like this will do. They rate it. They're like, oh, I think we got this really right, guys. Well done. Good choice. Move on. <laughs> well, I guess now there's syringes at both of them in many ways. So true. You know what I mean? In many, many ways. Train spotting for you there, guys. We don't <laughs> endorse it. We don't approve of it. But you better believe but hey, we respect done it. it. <laughs> <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll do it again. Uh, let's talk contemporary. Well, it's a city on a river and don't you ever forget it, kid. Now, Henry, uh, a lot of icons of Brisbane youth coming in here. And I'm just going to start off with what I believe. 
I don't think it's the best shopping centre in Brisbane, but I think it's the most Brisbane shopping centre in Brisbane. Yeah. And that would go to my core theory of if you were an alien from a completely foreign planet Which and you I wanted am. to get a grip with a little bit about what Brisbane's about, beep, boop, beep, boop, I'd, boop. I'd take you to Stafford. Excuse me, I'm an alien. <laughs> that says beep boop. I'm beep, Is beep, that boop. your language? I'm from, yeah, I'm from Neptune. <laughs> beep boop, beep boop. It's a miracle you learned to speak English. Well, uh, we did it. Uh, it was that or French in year nine. <laughs> beep boop, beep. You got sent episodes of New Girl. Uh, mm-hmm. That's how all the Neptunians learned. Beep boop. Uh, where, I'm, where am I? And what? It, can you take me to somewhere to describe oh, this place? Oh, bloody take you. Stafford City. We start with the car park. Oh. Now, Stafford City. Like, What's a car? Bit of <laughs> this is going to oh, be a so long oh, It's day. one of those things on wheels. Oh, right. <laughs> like, a, like a spaceship on the ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm across spaceships. Okay. So it's imagine a whole spaceship uh, was filled uh, with old people who have nothing to do in their day. Like a Volvo. And the most stressed 28-year-old young Mm. parents you've ever seen. And you've got Stafford City. (laughs) It has a simultaneous like retirement home and fuck the kids are stressing me out energy. Has a sanity. How good's a sanity? Most overpriced CDs and DVDs in the game. Now there's a lack of sanity. Yeah, too world. bloody right, man. That's, that's did Donald you ever Trump go to Sanity and there'd be a DVD that's like 13 bucks at JB Hi-Fi? Go to Sanity, it's like $40. Oh, yeah. Like a movie. I don't know if we've spoken about this on the I show before. I think we might have mentioned Sanity. I was always an HMV dude for some reason. HMV had a dog. A I didn't. pink dog in it. Where's spread. an HMV in Brisbane? I thought it was just in the UK. Maybe it was Carindale. Might be a Carindale. Th- I, I'm Carindale. pretty sure they're the oh, same Oh, there's brand. not anymore, by the way. Right. I don't think... Oh, mate, Sanity, you were paying like... Yeah, as you said, like $60 for a season of Friends. Genuinely. Mm. It's fucking terrifying. Made JB Hi-Fi seem reasonable. But anyway. I pay yes. less for my real friends. True. Um, uh, but yeah. uh, we'll start with Stafford City. One of the most iconic parts, Henry, is, of course, the cinema. A lot of cinemas, you know, like Reading at Newmarket have, you know, in the new millennium decided, let's update, you know, let's get more comfortable, give a better experience. Stafford Cinemas saw that and went, nah, no, not at all. We're going to keep back in the fact there's an American candy shop right nearby. Oh, yeah. Um, but on that... A, we heard a lot about this American candy mm. shop. Apparently very good. Also, like, I forget that it was once very, very rare to be able to buy, like, Dr. Peppers um, and Reese's I used to have Grape Fanta and Reese's Pieces. Hell yeah. And, it was fucking, and they also had a, the classic big row of 100 different lollies, just weigh them. Yeah. So I would buy, like... 80 strawberry clouds yeah. and a grape Fanta oh, yeah. and I'd feel fucked up watching Grown Ups. <laughs> which I still Not just the think, movie, just I, sitting yeah, there and watching just Adults there spacing out. I distinctly you? remember going to see uh, Grown Ups at the Stafford Cinema and just being like, this is the height of comedy. It doesn't I, get any better. It's a Grown Ups is fucking awesome. Grown Ups is pretty I'm funny. a big defender of Adam Sandler generally. Anyone who I'm not, take I'm me up not on that. generally, but I'd still defend grown ups. Because Maybe we if, can do this in the Facebook group. <laughs> I, I'm willing to do a live Q and A on why I, do, <laughs> I could go. I've listened to podcasts. I could about go all my, day. I could go all day defending Adam you, Sandler, baby. Also, for anyone who's like, oh, it's just self indulgent. Someone gave you and your four best mates like twenty million dollars to make a movie about you guys hanging mm. out with your hot wives on a weekend. Who the fuck would turn that down? Yeah, legit. It's basically it's what Manscaped are paying us to do. Yeah, I um make a. Uh, hang out with Except for Salma Hayek. Oh, well, she's here. She's um, here. She's yeah. just very quiet. I was, I, was being, I was always a Dr. Pepper man when it came to American candy shops yeah. because, weirdly, dad, my dad is an obstetrician and he mm. would often get gifts from patients when it all went well. We basically, like, uh, got a gift from a patient that who imported Dr. Pepper as part of their job. I guess maybe it was for the Stafford shop. And so we just had, like, this wooden crate of Dr. Pepper <laughs> And that was my first exposure to it. So you I grew up it. on Dr. Pepper. Anyway. Looking back now, I don't think it's an incredibly high price to put on the life of your firstborn child. Just being like, oh, thanks for my kid. Here's like 12 soft drinks. But at the time, I thought it was sick. Um, it's pretty incredible. But Unpakistani Phoebe wrote in. Yeah, she wrote in. And she has a, a pretty heartbreaking, yeah, heartwarming but heartbreaking story. And it's a story we've all been through. Uh, yeah. She had her 10th birthday party in the food court at Stafford. Amazing food court, by the way. It's got one of the few carveries in Brisbane, which I'll talk about. Uh, her mum even bought a homemade cake and everyone saying happy birthday after they went and saw a movie. But they weren't allowed to buy anything at the lolly shop. Ooh. Fair enough. 10-year-old birthday party. You don't want to shout all the kids' lollies. Other yeah. kids' parents getting up yeah, going, oh, all the sugar. And they're already cracked up on meth because they were running around at Gibson Park <laughs> earlier that day. So it's, they've had uh, that. But Bernice popped each of them a bag of popcorn in a brown paper bag and a small bag of lollies that she made. 
Oh, that's so. I can so much so worse imagine. Than getting them from the shop. I can so. My like grandma used to make us do that. We'd have Glad wrap bags with like solely bananas it, and milk bottles. It was a single lolly snake, the teeth, <laughs> yeah, the a milk teeth. bottle, and the fucking peaches and cream. I hate the teeth. The te- I think it's the worst lolly. I think bananas are heads and shoulders the worst lolly. No, I the, love bananas. Nah, the texture of bananas is fucked up. Oh, I like. Why it. are they crunch. kind of crunchy? It's cool. See, I don't I like, like crunchies either. the staleness either. of it. <laughs> yeah. I've never had a banana that feels fresh. Oh, man. Imagine teeth, if you teeth raised... Teeth is terrible. Teeth taste like toothpaste. Yeah, I like teeth. I like that as minty. I don't catch you eating toothpaste. Like, yeah. No, like, I wonder why we get go... Get the fuck out. <laughs> Can we get Colgate sponsorship <laughs> next time, man? Can we get that Sensodyne email? Could you respond to it, please? <laughs> yeah, no, good oh. place. It's Well, a few people were saying it's one of the great dives. A very divey. You used, um, used to go there. Great. To Subway. Yeah, so pretty sad era of my life, but it's what I really associate with Stafford City. I used to just, you know, that weird point in your life where you you're either got a little part time job or your parents are giving you a little bit of money and you would have a disposable income of let's say ten dollars a week. I'm mm-hmm. thinking like ten or eleven yep. is your age here. I used to get on my bike with like seven dollars in my pocket, ride to Stafford City, like put it behind there, just walk in, go to Subway, get a six-inch sub and a cookie, just sit down, eat it, go, oh, this is the life, and then ride home. This was like on holidays. You're so independent, though. Oh, oh, so independent. Mate, whenever Terrace used to finish, I'd get off the bus, walk to Pizzascapers and get myself a pizza. Because Terrace usually finished at about midday and mum wouldn't get home till four, so I'd eat like two pizzas and a fucking massive coke. It was unreal. Um, why is eat dinner at like 11 p.m.? Yeah. <laughs> you're just having to digest your pizzas. My pizzas. Uh, but they also have a fabulous carvery. Uh, sometimes you, know you love a carvery. I love a carvery. I think- I've never met anyone who loved a carvery <laughs> as much before I met you. No, we like drive past some like paint peeling off oh, on the side of the road. At just terrible looking places. It's half burnt down. And I'd be like, oh, can we pop in? Nah, I, was like, Man, I think carver. there's a squatter running it. <laughs> I have a sixth sense about like we walk past any hovel and I'm just like could be a carver in there. <laughs> could be a carver. You just seem like a fucking homeless shelter feeling. Oh, I love a roast pork roll. <laughs> but that's the thing about the carvery, Henry, is it offers food that you literally can't get anywhere else. Jackson, <laughs> slam the door loud. Yeah, fucking, uh, We're not recording a podcast. Uh, no, no. Uh, Oh, sorry, Katie. It was Katie. Oh, sorry, Katie. Katie. Slammed the door more. We're recording a podcast. Uh, but no, I do love carveries. I do love Stafford City as a consequence. You only get carveries in slightly more divey areas of Brisbane. Lutwood yeah. Shopping Centre has a great one. Um, this will be great if you ever run for office and you can be like, mm, you see so, so many authentic. members of the government at the moment eating at Stokehouse, eating at Beccafino's. Me, I'll settle for a carvery. I'll just go to a carvery, thanks. And, and that's why I should be the first Greens Prime Minister. <laughs> so that's all the Greens need is uh, Katinka. At just which point the Greens are like, hey, dude, like, you shouldn't be eating meat anymore. It's like 2050. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, ah, oh, crap. Ah, carvery. They're just carvering massive hunks of tofu. It's <laughs> disgusting. <yeah. laughs> An artichoke, motherfucker. But uh, Jack Hinchcliffe makes a bold claim, Henry. I love this. He made a claim that he reckons Stafford City provides the best... Brisbane family night out. And I think he means Young. it in the same respect that you say it might not be the best shopping centre, but it's the most Brisbane. Yeah. I think he's saying the quintessential Brisbane, just to put absolute words in his mouth. Here's what he says. Faster pasta. Yeah. Cinema. American treats from the cool lolly shop. Now, I have to say, there's a lot of hype around Sizzler, but I reckon Faster Pasta, as the chain cheap restaurant, could make a bigger claim than Sizzler for its Brisbane aspect. Um, I've never been. To Faster Pasta? Yeah. Is that any good? Yeah, it was always good. It was fast. How would you compare it to like Vapiano? Oh, like so budget. In terms of like, oh, like it's we're talking like, um, if not even Guzman, like if fucking, I'm trying, I'm trying to think of a like Red equivalent Rooster. of nah. It's it's better than Red Rooster. Oh. I'd say like the get a, an Italian getter burger. Oh, in yeah. terms like an Italian getter burger. I'm with you. In terms of where it would rank in the scale of fanciness of restaurant, I guess. Right. But see, you have great ads. It'd always be like, there was like some sort of jingle. It wasn't that, but it was like, yo. You know, there's only one left. Where? Cannon Park. Where's that? I've got no. Heard of Cannon Hill. Townsville. Oh, there you go. Heartbreaking. 
That is fucking awful. Oh man. They're like, well guys, we've um we've got to pull our resources and save one store. Make we it the Townsville one. We weren't fast enough. So I was just looking at the menu now and there is just it's all black and white apart from three fuck off big tomatoes. tomatoes. Just, that they've kind of gone wrap text around. They've clearly figured out the <laughs> the type function yeah, on, an, on an image on Microsoft. No, they haven't Word. even wrapped text around it. Oh. It's just in a corner. It's just a huge it's tomato. Uh lastly I'll note about faster pasta. Uh, spag bowl, $19.50. Just, shit. just go to a nice pasta restaurant. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I mean, it, maybe this is like, is the Beccafinos of Townsville. They're like, they <laughs> don't know it's a chain. Um, now, Henry. Yeah. Strap on your skates. Strap on your blades. <laughs> what are we talking next? We're talking a place that plays a big part in your growing up. Oh, so yeah. much mine, because I've never been there. We're talking the Stafford Skate Rink. Oh. oh. You remember the endless love scene in Happy Gilmore skating around and he's like, once again to defend Adam Sandler. <laughs> Ever seen it? My endless love. And but skating he's skating. Around. Unreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, I was a Wilston State School alumnus, Henry. Yeah. Uh, many people, many people wrote in, uh, not least my fellow vice captain, Steph Vanderjat. Wow, friend of the show, uh, Keenan Pakistani. Um, Wilston would go to the Stafford Skate Rink a minimum of four times a year for school disco skating nights. End of term sort and of thing. And I, I want to say maybe in some years it got up to like seven or eight. <laughs> there were there were some years where I felt like I was going like once every two or three weeks. Yeah. Always organised by the school. A lot of end of term shit, but also just like Easter's at the skate rink or... Hell yeah. Like Christmas at the skate... I think they just took any excuse they could. Yeah, but they're like, uh, skate-mas. <laughs> Escape from Alcatraz. Well, guys, it's Passover again, and you know what that means? <laughs> to the skate rink. All right, guys, it's Diwali. Get your blades on. Young skipper down to <laughs> oh, the... Oh, that's uh, good. Now, Henry, were you a skates or a blades man? I don't know if I was either, bro. Oh, really? I never went to a skate rink. You're kidding. I don't rollerblade. I got rollerblades for, I was too like... busy having sex. <laughs> it's not really... They're not crossover <laughs> ages. Yeah, man. Because well, that makes it sound like at age 16, 17, you attempted to rollerblade, but you were scared as dead. I rollerbladed at like 11. Yeah, man. 10, 11. Oh, there's, yeah. a, there's a terrible thing with skating and rollerblading when you only do it once every two months at the Stafford Skate Rink, Henry. Mm. And I reckon this will actually be quite relatable for a lot of people. You start the night, you strap them on, and you go, ah, oh, fuck, I don't, you know, I'm a bit rusty, need to find my legs again. Across the course of the night, you really master your craft and at the end of it, you're thinking, you beauty, I'm amazing at skating. I should start one of those fucked teams that plays outside the front of Suncorp <laughs> and, say, in, skating, skating's and intimidates back. us. Skating's is, back in a Is bit. it still open, the skate rink? Stafford? Yeah. I think so. Cool. Because I was just Oh, it's still a live show there. Well, I was going to... A, absolutely, oh, yes. That'd be fucking awesome. B, I have to think that like... Oh, it's fully still open. Oh, they'd be doing quite a good business at the moment because I think solely... George was saying solely off the back of TikTok... Rollerblading is absolutely back in. I, I saw it on Sunrise True. the other day. Pretty sure Sunrise did a story on um on skate skating. And as you said, anecdotally, there's always people fucking rollerblading outside Suncorp Stadium. Oh, it's incredible. And they're all wearing. They look like Olivia Newton-John in the physical film clip, <laughs> just zipping about out there. As I'm trying to walk to Goodbean and get an iced latte and a coffee cup, please. From I don't want it in the plastic one with the straw. I want it in the. Co- I want it. In the, I know it'll get soggy. That's my morning, and I'm getting run over by rollerbladers. <laughs> It's a mess. I'm becoming convinced we should hire out the Stafford Skate Rank for a live show. How much would it be? I don't think it'd be that much, dude. Okay. <laughs> you, you see how much... Of, oh, they can't do parties at the moment. That sucks. Ah, oh, COVID. Fucking COVID. Yeah. Oh, I actually this is the think, first time COVID's I don't think, impacted I don't my think, life. I don't think it'd cost that much at all. Our only requirement would be that everyone has to be skating while we do the show. <laughs> okay. Listeners, let us know. But would so you if you come, come to, to a, a skating live, live, show? live podcast, and maybe the mangroves can perform the music. Yeah. Speaking of the music, it does sound like they need a bit of a refresh because apparently it's been the same. Yeah. DJ, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna get the message up. Okay. No, it, it it's. Uh, I think Ollie messaged. It's a guy who he DJs and MCs. So and he'll call fun fun activities out like um. They always used to play apple bottom jeans and boots with the fur Hell yeah. and hit the floor, get low, 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 low. If you're trying to get low on rollerblades, that's hard. It's called falling that's, over. So that was a classic um, falling over on your ass because you'd be getting low in a squat position as if you maintain forward momentum and you just hit the ground. They always did a limbo on rollerblades too, which was just the most fucking dangerous prospect. Mm. 
Ollie said the same dude yep. has been MC at the Stabbit Skate Ring for at least 20 years. He places pretty well the same songs apart from some of the new ones. Um, I plays, I think he means, and has the same jokes every time you go. I'd love to hear the jokes. Maybe we get him to open for us. I think, yeah, we get him to open, then we do 45 minutes and then the mangroves play and everyone skates. I'm sure it's like along the lines of, this is the wheel deal. Oh, no, no, no. He like calls, like, freeze. Half the room go this way, half go that way. Oh my God. Used to play, oh, used to play like, I'm like, oh, like a musical chairs type thing with like certain corners of the room. It's That's so sick. vaguely flooding back to me, but a night there, there wasn't a lot of just skating around. It was like heavily games and music based. Sounds not unlike when I went to a Bliss and SO concert. <laughs> and Bliss, I'm sure it wasn't. Bliss and or SO was like, <laughs> all right, split the crowd down the middle. And he's like, this side need to say, the party's over here. Fuck you over there. And then SO or the other one was like, now this side of the crowd say, now the party over here. Fuck you over there. Here we go. I can they let it run for 15 minutes? <laughs> I still hate people from the other side of that show. <gasps> Just for so long, they're like, party over here. So I imagine that's, was that the vibe? Uh, that's the vibe. I get, all right, Bliss and SO open for us. Yeah. Then Followed this guy comes MC. on and does musical chairs. Yeah. And then we rock in and do a live show. Yeah, great. We bring the mood now if, with a podcast. If, if anyone's interested in coming, do message us because I absolutely would. Sorry to good chat. Sorry, good chat. We're going there now. Um, um, Bunnings. So, uh, yeah, Skates vs. Blades. Covered. Couldn't tell you. Bunnings, Dangerous energy is Bunnings. just a uh, lot of unaccompanied children at the skate rink. Oh, hell yeah. Unreal. Bunnings. A lowest price is really just the beginning. I've never got an answer to that. Because if that's the beginning, mm. what else is there? What's the end? Lowest prices. And just the beginning. Do love myself a little Come buddy. this way. Do love myself a little bunning sausage. Oh, yeah. Here's an original. Hi, I'm a politician trying to relate to Australia, so onions on top of the snag. <laughs> Thank God the bunning snag is back. Good on you, Dan, Dan Andrews. Yeah. Dan Andrews, who I'm certain has never had it in his life. Hell no. I don't think there's a politician in our parliament who's actually had a bunning snag, except for, and I hate to support her, I think Pauline Hanson would have. Hell yeah. Only to suss out the competition because she yeah. ran a fish and chip shop. She did. She did run a fish and chip shop. Small business owner. Um, you l- l- can't tell you, listeners, how many messages came in about this Bunnings. Almost as many as came through for the skate ring. Yeah. Of people just saying, easily the best Bunnings in Brisbane. Heads and shoulders. It is wow. huge. Better than the new one at Newstead? Uh, which looks like a freaking airport. It's Awesome. Nah, too, too flash. Nah. But it seems to be a bit nah. rough around the edges. Um, okay. The one at Indro is quite hard to navigate because it's like two levels. Yes. The beauty of the Stafford Bunnings is it's the most logical layout. It's just like a fucking airplane hangar, I guess. I have such mm. a clear memory of like probably peak COVID. Like when we were down to, you can only have one person over to your house. Like you really weren't seeing anyone. Caitlin and I went there and I would have spent $400 on houseplants and like coloured lights mm. and coloured lamps because I was like, well, if I'm going to be in my bedroom at my parents' house for the next year, it needs to look good. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, cool, just a chilled out Bunnings. Like, we'll just pick up some stuff. Yeah. Fucking all of Brisbane was there. During COVID, Bunnings would have done a roaring trade of roaring trades. Absolutely. Incredible scenes. I guess a lot of a lot of fixer-uppers kind of... It's very true. Like You've got time, time to do your DIY. execute some of the renovations and whatnot like, that they uh, wanted to do. Like friend of the show, Mangrove's drummer Nelson, mm. who seems to be slowly building everything, yeah. including a house. I wouldn't be surprised if he's got a bit of a heads up from God about an arc he needs to be making pretty soon. <laughs> it is a Lanina event. Nelson's arc. I reckon, I reckon Nelson's... I was wondering why there were two antelopes <laughs> walking into his house when I got Always there. Always at our rehearsal stuff. <laughs> yeah. What are those zebras doing, Nels? What are those, uh, what are those pair of lemurs doing there, Nels? Oh, don't worry about it. Just focus on the drums. Don't, don't worry about it, mate. Don't worry. Just play your part. Two anchovies. Oh, they're for a pizza. Sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're not building an arc, are you, Nelson? Two anchovies. Gee, they're pretty small. How'd you spot those, Henry? Just turning up to your mate's house and he's got two dogs and you're like, you're not building a fucking up. No. What do you know that I don't? No. <laughs> Walk in, two goldfish, two dogs. You see two cockroaches in the living room and you're like, nah, crazy. Crazy question here, Nelson. You're not. You don't, you don't be building an ark by any God hasn't by any chance told you about some sort of huge flood. And you and I are just walking around dressed as like bears. <laughs> just to see like, if we can get in. Couple of bears here, mate. No, just, no, just bears. Checking Henry, in. Joe, I've told you again. There's no. Oh, careful, mate. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's a bit of brain predicted for tonight. <laughs> just want to cover our bases. 
Um, yeah, good times. Yeah, Bunnings. Very yeah, good. Great. Oh, well, that's great to hear. I imagine it's got the energy of keeping it like where they film the, I wouldn't say this, I'm not an actor, but we've got heaps of hoes. If you want hoes, come around and get it. I've sold hoes here for the last 40 years. I've worked here at Bunnings in my, in my apron. Da, 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 da. Oh, lowest, lowest prices really are just the beginning. They're really only the beginning. Sometimes they lay on how like kind of human the, the actors are oh, in those oh, bunnings. They, like, some, like I do believe they're bunnings workers, but sometimes I feel like if they were a really, really, really articulate one, they'd be like, can you just stumble go, a little bit? Go, yeah, well, you know, you, you, you're coming here and you think you just want to drill, but you're leaving <laughs> with new plasterboard. And I'm like, none, none really. Like I've been to bunnings. They don't talk like that. I'm like... Hey mate, where's the where are the where's this thing? And he's like, oh, just um, I'll just down there. Yeah, he's I not was, like I go in. I'm like, hey, excuse me, guys, where are the um, where are the screws? And they're like, hello, <laughs> welcome to Bunnings. <laughs> we're all we're, this way. We're all out of work, lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Bunnings. It's not really technically difficult to run a till. Would you like a saw? <laughs> Do you want to take all those cardboard boxes with you? We have heaps. We have a room with. The I actually went to Bunnings when we were moving out because I wanted some free boxes. I went to Bunnings because they just have a massive thing of leftover cardboard boxes that you can take. Mm. But I needed to buy. I like bought a removable pitcher hook for two dollars to then entitle me to take like four armfuls of massive <laughs> cardboard boxes. Very just odd. to have, just to have. Um, something that came up is this idea of Stafford Heights. Versus Stafford. Yeah. Now, they are two different suburbs. And people wrote in and said, I live in Stafford Heights. It's great. It's the best place. I've spent a fair bit of time in Stafford Heights, as have you, Joe, uh, because Matt from the Miscreants lives there. Miscreants HQ, in fact, is in, I believe, Stafford Heights. Quite right, Henry. Not Stafford. Now, we also got word from people who live in Stafford and love living in Stafford that there is, in fact, a good side and a bad side of Appleby Road. Mm. Um, Appleby being... A fun name. Very fun. I like Sort it. of sounds like Abbey Road. Mm. In a way. So that's that's essentially Oh, you'd I think you'd know Appleby Road. Sounds like a Beatles song. Oh no, no, I don't know Appleby Road. Because apparently there's rougher areas. So for example, McDonald's Stafford is twenty four seven. I don't know. Did we speak about it on the Uh it's a terrible staff. It's a terrible Yeah. We got someone who lives in Stafford here said, don't go there after midnight. Matt's Which on the good side. For a 24-7 Maccas is sort of when you do want to be going there. That's on the good side of Appleby Road. Oh, cool. Yeah. Caratels. Oh, okay. Dox him. This is very, <laughs> <laughs> this is very um, <laughs> love, actually. Like, there's a good side. <laughs> uh, there's, a, oh, there's a rough end. Uh, oh, there's a rough end. Oh, uh, yeah, near the McDonald's. Oh, gee, that, that oh, really is the rough really side of Appleby Road. <laughs> it's Natalie there. Dang it, it's young. Oh, Natalie. Oh, that. oh yeah. We don't talk enough about the fact that the Prime Minister in Love actually just went knocking around. Yeah. To fuck. Just to try and get how, a route. How poorly would that oh, storyline be received how, these how days? Me tooed with oh. Hugh Grant's Prime Minister character. Do we even know his name? He's nah, a, I think he's Prime just Minister. the Prime Minister. Hell yeah. David. Oh, it's David. David. We absolutely David. do find out. Oh, it's David Cameron. <laughs> David. David. The thing is, I'm actually yours. Oh, that's awesome. Love Natalie. It's awesome, actually. Yeah. And then at the end when he's like, God, you have gotten fat. Yeah. And, she, and she's fine with it. He'd absolutely be cancelled. <laughs> yeah, he'd be, he'd be he on would, the floor. He'd be out of the job. The um, Bill Clinton of England. Out of interest, Henry, mm. um, do you think Stafford Heights or Stafford has a big population? Oh, Stafford? No, nah, you're off. No. Oh. Stafford Heights has 6,800 people. Mm. Putting it up there with one of the biggest suburbs. Oh, I guess it's, it's purely residential. As we've said in the past, people love to... Go high. Yeah, legit. The air's They like to get the extra 20 or 30 metres, if that. Lin-Manuel Miranda's in the heights set in Stafford Heights. Mm. Hell, yes. We have, a, we have a final note about Stafford. Mm. Anonymously given. Yeah. <laughs> Bikies had a bit of a run. Yeah. There was a, this, is a, this is a new story. So, Tavita Hangai Jr. Broncos player. An embattled Broncos star. <laughs> is linked to several of Queensland's most notorious outlaw bikies, and some, this is alleged, and some crime figures on social media, and has even promoted a business owned by a former gang member. Which business is that? The fish and chip shop in Stafford. <laughs> now, these were, this was from a while ago, this news, but it was explosive revelations that came to light after Pangai Jr. met with the Broncos board 
in a last-ditch bid to save his career and stop his $2.1 million contract being torn up. Well, because apparently... Oh, these are like COVID-related breaches, da-da-da. But yeah, this was oh, the, the barbershop one. This was the opening the mate's barbershop and all of them going for a drink scandal. I think it was all rolled into one, Henry. Was that... Oh, so well, I thought there was a fish and chip shop involved as well. I think there is. I think... I'm the now. impression I got is Tavita just had like a ripping weekend in Stafford and went everywhere. Imagine that. Just saw all his mates. Yeah, I just had the biggest weekend in Stafford. It's a huge weekend. Absolutely bro. massive. Me and Stafford are pretty good friends. Now skimming this article. Oh, so yeah, Catch-22 is the name of the efficient... Oh no, yeah, Pangai Jr. also posed for a photograph promoting newly opened Catch-22, oh. a fish and chip shop at Stafford, um, run by former bikey Kosian. And then... On one of the pictures that Catch-22 put up, he replied to the post, Morton Bay bugs with several heart emojis. I don't think that's that incriminating. He's no. just enjoying the... F- this is all alleged for Pangai Jr. I don't know much. I don't know much about the bikies. I don't want no, the, me neither. I don't want the bikies to get involved here. I don't um, know what they're up to ever. Um, but yeah, that's, that's exciting stuff. Yeah, Tavita. Well, listen, heaps in Stafford, heaps going on. Now, before we ask the question that we always want to ask about a suburb. We need to ask another question, and that is, have you shaved your quarantine bush lately? Henry, I've got to be so honest with you and our listeners. I've neglected to shave my quarantine bush. I've been too busy producing rock and roll Brisbane podcast music with the mangroves. Hell yeah. And but, but, but you know what? There's been a lot of rock stars throughout history who would have had perfectly shaved bushes. Most I reckon of them- Mick Jagger. Mm-hmm. Would have been crisp, but would have taken him hours. Would have been at risk of cutting his balls because poor Mick and the rest of the Rolled Stones mm. didn't have access to the Lawnmower 3.0. The Rolly Stones didn't even come close to getting what Manscaped have done with oh, the electric trimmer, which they redesigned, Manscaped. by the way. You know, they, mate, 18 months. I don't, I couldn't tell you anything that I've worked on for 18 months, no. let alone the album we're releasing, let alone the podcast. Yeah. I'd do, I don't if know, If it man. can't be done in a couple of weeks, I'm generally not inclined to do it. I'm going to make my kid move out at at least <laughs> like 14 months. Oh, there's going to be like, daycares will have share houses. It'll yeah. be cool. They'll all See learn enough. to cook for themselves and roll yeah. their own ciggies. But they, but the team, the engineering team at Manscaped spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer that's be ever the, created. That's got to be the coolest engineering team as well. Like imagine all the nerds who graduate engineering. Yeah. The one who goes into ball shaving, that's cool. That's, that's a fun workplace. Or are you going to go work? Oh, bridge. Oh, I'm going to go make bridges and uh, get, get, over, get it. over it. Oh, where are you going to go work, mate? Oh, I'm chemical engineering. I love poisons. Mm. What are you going to do, bro? I'm going to go make a sick pube trimmer so That's that change. legends can like go around and get their bushes trimmed. I'll tell you what, I know some engineers who could probably do with trimming their bush, Henry. And, and also, if you, you know, we, we openly talk about our manscaping, but I know some don't want to do that. So they've upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. So this Ooh. thing, and we've used the product. This is true. It's very quiet. No, I came out being like, oh, geez, I just had a first time we used it. I came out of the bathroom being like, I've had a muck around with the Manscaped stuff. And Joe was like, didn't even know. And it was because of that really quiet like, stroke technology. Yeah. I couldn't even tell what you were doing, actually, because there was no flashing. Mm. So Bizarre. if you're listening to us, we yeah. want you to experience firsthand for yourself. We want you to be able to trim that junk of yours. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code Brisbane at manscaped.com. Use it as a Christmas present. Yep. Uh, use Christmas it as a is New coming Year's up. Present. This is a New Year's resolution. Wonderful present. And it's not just the razor. You can get ball deodorant, you know, a whole bunch of wonderful products that are going to make you smell great, not just on your balls. You know, yep. you could use it um, in your armpits. Yeah. Or, you know, under boob sweat. I don't I'm led to believe I, that's a thing. I don't know if they strictly um, endorse this, but uh, uh, whatever. Do what, it, do what you want I with think, it. I think, that, I think that's a common refrain, actually, is they don't even fully understand how useful their products are. That's, how, that's great thing. how good they are. They're, and if you want to be a part of it. They've lost control of the, the narrative. The narrative. It's the, they are the Frankensteins. But we'll get it back. And the code's Brisbane. Yeah. 20% off. Free shipping. Incredible. Manscaped.com. Crikey. It's time to shave those balls. And now we should ask this. Does Stafford fuck? <sighs> it's hard. Any suburb with this sort of loose knock around kids' energy often verges on it, but for me, Stafford is a little bit too young. Yeah, I I'm going to say no. I think Stafford, as we've said in the past, not even kiss, because I think we've done a lot of suburbs where it's like this could be your first kiss. Something about the skate rink 
for me is this, like the first time you hold hands. This could be the first time you feel what you later might recognise as sexual attraction. And then the this other... Could, you know what? Yeah. Not even kiss. This is the first time you might look at a group of girls in a skate rink or a group of guys and go, huh, I really like looking at them and I can't place my finger on why. Mm. I think as well... Great crush areas at Stafford. Really big, big crush, crush areas. areas. Big going to the movies with your crush. Big getting a... Big Wonka sign, yeah. Gobo stopper. This isn't or what, what do they call the cop stoppers? Being uh, getting a nerd's rope, and uh, mm. we're getting a gobby just means going to get the latest yeah. Wonka snack. This isn't South the Lolly Shop. Haha, fifteen-year-old fingering areas like like, no. like Stafford is younger. It is 10, 11, 12. Stafford is you're allowed to be by yourself for like the first time. It's you at Subway, mate. It's me at Subway. I bet you were checking out girls, but. You sure as heck weren't talking to them. I was checking out that cookie. You were checking out the cookie? Checking out my $8 in my pocket, mate. Hell yeah, baby. So I reckon, yeah, I'm going to say no. It doesn't fuck. We also got a message. When we asked actually for feedback, what is Stafford? The first thing we heard was it doesn't fuck. So I do bow down to the wisdom of our listeners. Fair enough. Stafford does not fuck. (laughs) Poor Stafford. Oh, poor Stafford. Well, it's a city on a river and don't you ever forget it, kid. And that's all we've got time for on another fabulous unpacking of a fabulous suburb. Thank you to Stafford. Thank you to everyone who wrote in. Mm, So we did say we're going to let you have a listen to one of the songs from the upcoming album, which will come out next week, which also we should have a live event. Yeah. Sorry, we're just doing the maths in our head of when we're... Hopefully... I think it'll be up by the time this episode comes. Hopefully... Our show, December 11. December 11. You can buy tickets for it by now. Keep your eye out for tickets. We're doing a Brisbane, a Brisbane Christmas show. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's Very exciting. Going to uh, be a little bit closer to a normal episode, but uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be very Christmassy. Uh, and of course, because the album will be on that day, you know, before the show, what's going to be on the speakers? The Mangroves, mate. What's, what's better, better than Brisbane? Than Brisbane? Uh, and in that spirit, let's show people, Henry, a track from the album, track four, called Expo 88. This is a song written and performed by Joe Dwyer in the oh, performed well, the performed vocal, by the band, but in the, but performed by the band, but sung by uh, Joe Dwyer. Uh, I love this one. It's you know a bit of a throwback to when Brisbane became a little bit more than a country town yeah. and a bit of a player. Uh, and of course, that is marked by Expo '88. So we'll see you next week. Uh, we'll have an album. Next week's episode will probably be a special where yep. we give a little bit of a, the making of the first ever album from the Mangroves, What's Better Than Brisbane. Um, but until then, enjoy Expo 88, and we'll see you very soon. We came to that place with an open mind. I thought I'd see you, I thought I'd find. chances we take now in 88 they would never regret the sound of the south bank the river starting Now, in 88, they would never regret the